Hey, 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 it is Michaela back at it with another TMI Podcast episode. How's it going? It's a gloomy Friday today, and I decided to sit down and record for you guys because A, I need to record, and B, I have lots of stuff to fill you guys in on. So let's just get right into it. So if you guys see the title of this episode, it is kind of self-titled, Honest Life Update. There's a lot of things that I'm going to say, and for anyone listening, this is what's been going on in my life. I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm not going to bullshit anything anymore. I'm kind of sick of doing that, and this is just going to be an episode about what's going on in my life and what I've been feeling, what I've been thinking, and just to do a little sit-down girl time chat or, you know, just a friend sit-down chat, so... If you're listening to this in the car or if you're at home, I'm excited to get right into it. So first thing, I'm still doing my summer job at the golf course. I'm working there like four to five times a week, so nothing too crazy. I really like it. It's so fun being with my coworkers. I have some of the greatest coworkers. Like some people can have the mentality of like, it's just a summer job or like, it's not a forever thing. But, like, some of my coworkers and I have been together for, like, six or seven years. So, at this point, like, it is such a bond and such a friendship. And so, it's just, it's really fun just being able to work with people who are, like, actually positive And, like, you can work as a team together. Obviously, I didn't really feel that all the time at my full-time job as a teacher. Um, so, it's just, it's been really fun having supportive people who care about you and like are friends with you and you can make you know your time together a little bit less stressful and doesn't really feel like work you know as people like to say you should find a career path where it doesn't feel like you have to go into work every day so that's kind of what it feels like so the next thing obviously it is July 8th so 4th of July just happened here in the United States of America I personally did not do much celebration for 4th of July, but I did get to hang out with some friends, shout out to Trent and Anton, hi boys, you guys are great, love ya, <laughs> um, but yeah, I got to hang out with them, and then we actually went golfing the next day together, and let me just say, it is so nice just to have, like, a few guy friends who are, like, down to hang out whenever they're home or like when they're available and it's just so fun because like it's so drama free and it's so nice for a change because I've been having some uh drama in my life but just having you know solid friend groups and solid friend time like truly friend time is always just so rewarding I want to say and it's just so nice and it makes me feel good and it makes my mental health feel really good and so yeah that's what I did it was really fun so next topic so I actually recorded a podcast episode right after this happened you guys I didn't like the podcast episode obviously I didn't post it but I talked about it but I do need to take a few minutes and obviously talk about what's the fuck has been going on in America right now, and that is the Roe versus Wade, um, and the, what the Supreme Court of the United States overturned a few weeks ago. Okay, I'm going to say this right now. If you don't like abortion, don't get one. Simply 
do not get one. But then do not turn around and try to base your religious, certainly Christian and Catholic beliefs on people that they shouldn't get an abortion because it's murdering a child. It is not. If people are fundamentally not ready to have a child, they should not be forced. That includes anyone at any age, whether they are 16, 21, 35. No matter what age you are at, no one should be forced to have a child in this country. Do you understand? (laughs) I'm sorry if I sound a little bit harsh about it, but it's really upsetting. And as someone who is a sexual assault survivor, I can't even imagine myself not having that opportunity to have that safe place In case I did get pregnant, I can't imagine that for those rape victims or like sexual assault victims or domestic violence victims, you should not have to force someone to have a child in this country. That is not okay, especially when we don't have fundamental health care, maternity leave. We don't have enough of that and we don't have enough resources for our adoption and foster care systems. It is so overwhelming overwhelming full it's so overwhelmingly full and it's just so frustrating that people who think that their religion is the number one thing that should be surrounded around a woman's body is disgusting it is absolutely disgusting and i'm sorry if you don't agree with me it is the truth i think it's very fucked up excuse my language it is so fucked up that a gun has more rights here in America, than a woman does. Let me say that again. A gun has more rights than a woman in the United States of America. That, my friends, is not okay. And thankfully, though, today, Biden signed an executive order that it's allowing us as women to have a right to choose to have an abortion or not. Thank God he did something. We were all waiting for it. Hopefully this helps tremendous amounts of women and girls around the country because this is ridiculous. I also will say shout out to Governor Walls of Minnesota um, for signing an order as well in the neighboring states here that he will not let abortion get banned here in Minnesota and people who are surrounding states around us, if you are in a state that doesn't allow abortion, like you are welcome here and we will take care of you as much needed. And I think that's that's just a huge thing. But I just I could not you guys just sit here and not talk about it. Again, I know so many people are thinking stop trying to be political. But this is what I don't get. This is going to be my last point. I want you guys to think about this. So for people who a year ago um who were against getting the vaccine you know, they their standpoint was my body, my choice. When it came to the vaccine, they said, oh, I'm not going to get it. It's my body, my choice. You can't force me. But then these are the same people who say, oh, you're murdering a child. What? A year ago, you were saying my body, my choice. So all you care about is the uterus of the child and the baby and the development. But once that child is born, you don't care about them. You just don't want to see another child like lose a life, which that isn't true. It's it's mind-boggling to me, honestly, at this point. And I've had so many conversations with people, and it's exhausting. 
And it sucks too, because obviously, like, yeah, I posted stuff on social media that day. And you want to know something? A lot of my conservative classmates growing up unfollowed me, and I did not care. I did not care. And you want to know why I did not care? Because I'm not going to sit here and stay silent. I'm not. So I had to talk about it, you guys. I know I felt, like, a little bit angry, but I'm just, oh, you guys, it's so stressful living here in America right now and also the gun violence that's going on in this country about the shooting that happened in Highland Park it's terrifying it is so terrifying that we still have to deal with AR-15s being bought for mass shootings no it is not the mental health it is a gun problem and we need to fix it right now and I don't know how much longer it's going to take for these supreme court justices and governors to realize like it's not a mental health problem it is a mass shooting gun violence problem and we have to do something about it because we can't keep living in fear like you shouldn't be living in fear going to the grocery store or going to school i remember after that shooting at that school last month in texas you guys i was so terrified of going to school like my kids were terrified like we had to talk to them about it and like what would happen heaven forbid if something ever happened at our school we shouldn't have that conversation we should feel safe we should feel safe in these places and just change needs to happen and it's just it's a lot going on right now and it's a scary world we live in and you have to be able to just take care of yourself, like no matter what it is. And I hope every single one of you, whether you're in the United States, around the country, I just hope you're taking enough time to take care of yourself and do what's the best for you. And how do you um, take care of your mental health and your well-being? Because at the end of the day, you just have to be able to and just rely on those important people in your lives that love you and care for you and just know that like I appreciate every single one of you and I hope you guys are doing the best that you can in these life circumstances whatever it may be so moving on against that little rant so job updates so obviously I've talked about it in a while in these few episodes but I am still in the process of job updates I I don't want to say I'm freaking out because I'm not, truthfully, at the end of the day, I'm not freaking out. I know I'm going to get a job. I think it's more of my interpersonal thoughts with myself and, like, what happened at my last job, like, with my teaching job and, like, how did that get handled and, like, all the drama surrounding around it. And I was able to talk to my therapist, actually, last Friday, which I'm going to get into, but she really just pointed out a lot of good things for myself. And I think for me right now, I'm terrified that the same thing's going to happen at my new job, right? Like once you have kind of that horrible experience, it really downplays your self-esteem in a way and you kind of neglect your own self and you kind of think that you can't do something when in reality, like you can, like you kick butt at it. And for me, it's like I am a good teacher and I know my worth and I can provide so many things around the jobs that I've applied to and it's crazy, but I just have to also trust myself too and once I get interviews, I'm also going to have to take a step back and give myself a pep talk, right? Like I'm going to have to 
tell myself, like, you are worthy of this interview. Like, you can do this. And it's going to be a learning experience. And I can't wait to share with you guys while the process is going on. Because I think it's really important just to be able to share the job process on this podcast because we've talked about it before. And so, yeah, I'm super, super excited because for one of my jobs, I'm not going to say I'll see what I apply to, but if I get one of these jobs, you guys, I will be moving into my first apartment (laughs) and I will be kind of on my own and it's going to be really exciting. I'm going to be making double as what I'm used to as a teacher So it's all around really good stuff and just a lot of really exciting stuff. I just, I really hope I get an interview and I hope I just get this job or any job that I apply to because either ones are going to be great. But that's the job updates. I wanted to let you guys know about that just since I've been chit-chatting about it recently. Okay, next bullet point. This kind of connects with this job update and it's a sense of knowing what I want and how do I get there? So obviously I just talked about moving possibly the finding my apartment and like finding happiness within myself. I've I've been through the arena this year, you guys. If you haven't listened to any episodes, go go take a listen back to like October episodes. And I've grown as a person and like I've tried to figure out my life one month at a time and I've had so many changes in my life recently. It's crazy, but I think they're all for the best and I just think that having the positive self-talk helps you with the manifestation of like knowing what you want do I a hundred a hundred percent believe in manifestation not really but do I kind of believe in it yes I do and but I also think that you work hard for what you want in your life and then you work towards that goal growing up that's always just how my mindset has been just being an athlete. I always was just told, here's your goal. How are you going to get to it? And so that's kind of how I'm trying to figure out my life and like, what does my life look like in a year? Or how do I want my life to look like in a year? And I think that's going to be super important as these next upcoming months happen and dealing with change, being able to talk to my mom about it, my boyfriend, my therapist, my friends, right? Because it is going to be a big change. All of these changes are going to happen including turning 25 next month and just relying on those people that I know are there for me. I know recently I've been struggling with that and I'm going to be talking about it. But the biggest thing I think for any of you guys right now, whether you're 16, 18, 20, 22, whether you're my age or even older than me, I think you need to be able to find what lights your fire and like how do you get to that goal that you want at the end of the day so connecting to this last episode theme the last episode i released it said we need to talk and i'll see this one as honest life updates so i have a lot of things to say in this next upcoming segment and i'm going to tell it how it is I'm not going to say names, but I am going to be open and honest and talk about what's been going on in my life. If these people don't like it, then that's too bad. Like, you know what you did. You know what's going on in my life. And, like, I am going to talk about it because it's important and it has to be talked about. So the first thing 
Growing up is weird, you guys. I So I turned 25. I've said this a million times. Oh my god, I'm turning 25. Oh my god, oh my god. I'm so nervous. I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Okay, well, Michaela, calm the fuck down, please, honey. <laughs> and I recently saw these TikToks. I don't personally have a TikTok, but I'm going to start one for the podcast soon. But I saw this TikTok going around, you guys. And it's like that music. And it's like traveling or like being a certain age. Like, um, I can get money back, but like I'll never be like whatever age doing what I'm doing in my life. Like, right? Like, it's that kind of symbolism. And I really had a, like epiphany moment because I was like you know what like the last six months I've been like freaking out about turning 25 instead of being like oh my god I'm 24 like I'm never going to be 24 again in my life and doing this and hanging with my friends until 2 a.m. I'm never going to be 24 living my best life I'm never going to be 24 having this amazing podcast right like I had to switch the flip on how I thought about it because if I kept trying to be negative about it, like, yeah, I would be self-critiquing myself and, and saying, like, you didn't graduate from grad school when you were supposed to. Like, you're still not in a job. Like, you left the teaching field and all of these other things. But I also had to be open and honest with myself, right? And I think being able to just kind of enjoy where I'm at has really just kind of helped and also has helped me be in the moment, I think, a little bit more when I'm with, like, my friends and, you know, my boyfriend. And so I think that's something that's really stuck with me for the last few weeks, and I'm really thankful for it, obviously. And I just think, I think we need to give ourselves a little bit more grace wherever we are in life because if we keep trying to make a tally or trying to like keep a scoreboard or trying to like be exactly where we're supposed to be like maybe it's not going to work out and that's okay like it doesn't mean that you failed like it's just part of the process and that is completely okay I recently have lost a friend that didn't want to resolve an issue at hand so this friend was kind of an important friend to me. And I will say this. We all have things going on in our lives, right? Like, we all have things going on. But the second that you say you recognize your behavior and you still don't change it after months and months of still being told, hey, I'm still feeling left out. I'm feeling neglected as a friend. Do you even care about the friendship? I get told that's almost all my fault. That's all my fault that this conversation's a broken record. Oh, I wonder why. I wonder why. Because maybe you can't even reflect on your own actions and try to make a change. You just would rather push it aside and not take ownership for your actions, which I am going to say is completely BS and it's immature. It is. And I'm so sorry if any of you guys have been going through that or gone through that in the past. It sucks. And it sucks because obviously, like, I had another, like, friendship blowout last year. And it's hard, but I think it's more different with this one because 
I was able to make that decision to walk away. And like, I know for a fact that I tried my hardest and this other person didn't even want to try to resolve things. And I think I just have to focus on being around people who actually want to hang out with me, like who are actually going to make plans and they say they want to hang out with me and they will include me and they will include me in plans. Now, I'm not saying every single time with other friends. I'm actually saying like quality friendship time with people who care about me. I think that's important. I think being able to have quality friend time is the number one thing, I think, with anyone, especially with my life and how I operate as a person. Because at the end of the day, like if I feel neglected and if I feel like you're not putting an effort, like, yeah, I'm going to walk away. Like, bye. Why would I waste my time on people who don't give a fuck about me? Sorry, excuse my language. I feel like I'm swearing a lot in this episode. I'm just really, really just giving you guys the honest life update. I think it's really fucked up that people can pretend to be my friend one day, but then they still don't want to change anything if they if they say they're my friend. So that's what's been going on. And... At the end of the day, you guys, the anxiety surrounding around the drama and the inability to talk to me and fix the issue was getting to be too much. And it sucks, but I know it was for the best, and I hope that person's okay, and I hope that they can figure out their life and move on from this, and hopefully that they can realize that their behaviors and friendships are toxic. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Next important detail, therapy update. I've actually never once talked about therapy on this podcast, at least with me. So I ghosted my therapist, you guys, for a while, but it's it's all good. It's not like it's a bad thing. So I ghosted my therapist, and last Friday, like, I finally met with her, like, again, and it was life-changing. Okay, so I've had this therapist, you guys, since sophomore year of college, so like five years. I've had this therapist for five years. She knows every in and out about my life, and so I can't really beat around the bush with her, so I can just um, (laughs) say what I want to say, and it was so nice because the first words out of my mouth were, oh my god, we need to catch up. I have so much to tell you, you know, and she laughed, and she's like, okay, like, let's, where do you want to start, you know, and... I don't want to say, like, having my therapist is almost like having an older sibling, because that's not really it, but, like, you get to have someone that you pay that has to listen for you for an hour, and they can help you problem solve, and I think that is one of the best things you can do for yourself, guys. I I cannot stress therapy enough, and it was really interesting, so I brought up the feeling of, in quotations, being behind in life with finding my new career, dealing with relationship and friendship changes, and still living at home. And it was very interesting. Her response was actually super mind-opening. I wrote it down. I literally jotted it down when she was telling me last week. It says, everyone goes through cycles, Michaela. It doesn't matter where you are in life. We all can't be in the place we want to be without a little hard work. And I was like, well, well, shoot. You're right. You're right. That is true. And I think just being able to take that every day and just having the ability to 
roll with the punches and know that I'm trying my best every single day and that I'm trying to, I don't want to say fix. I'm trying to dig myself out of the hole still that I created myself a year and a half ago with everything going on in my life. If you don't, go back and listen to some episodes. You'll know why. Um, But I think that just being able to recognize where you are now, where you were a year ago, or six months ago, or three months ago, or heck, even a month ago, just being able to recognize that I think is one of the biggest things that you can do for yourself. Self-reflection is key, and I think self-reflection hasn't been talked about enough, right? I personally, for me, you guys, I actually journal either every morning or every night, just get my thoughts out on paper, and it really helps with my anxiety and just like my thought process, because sometimes, right, I can get super overwhelmed and I can have my thoughts racing 24-7, but if I can write them down in that time span, I feel 10 times better because I wrote down paper, I don't have that still floating around my head, and I can make a game plan of what do I want to change, how am I going to approach this, etc. So that was something that is super important for me, and just like being able to reflect on, I think has made a positive impact on myself. I don't know what you guys might do if you go to therapy and like what are some of your tools in your toolboxes for mental health, but that's one of mine. Okay, sorry. I had to like take water, you guys. I'm not used to talking this long with just me. Another important aspect of my life recently, you guys, I'm... I haven't really talked about it a lot. I've mentioned it, but I want to talk about it because it really sparks my thought process. Spending quality time with a significant other and not putting it on social media. My boyfriend and I, you guys, have not posted each other once. Like, nothing. We have not posted once. I think we took one picture together. I think, yeah, one. we've taken one picture together and none of us posted it. And I don't want to say it's secret, and I hate when people say it's like, are you guys really dating if you guys don't post each other? Yeah, we're still dating. We don't need to post each other for validation. And the thing is, you guys, I don't feel a need. So I actually got this idea. So Alex Cooper's last episode, she talked about social media and like significant others. So if you guys actually don't listen to her podcast, call her daddy. So she is she's been dating a guy for like the last year and a half so his name is mr sexy zoo man she has not posted him once nothing we have no clue what he looks like and honestly i think it's great because all of us as fans who listen to her were like honestly good for you like if you don't want your relationship on the spotlight good for you and it's really making me think like honestly i don't mind not post my boyfriend and when we hang out we hang out like we put our phones away like if we're on our phone that's like checking twitter or something really quickly but like otherwise you guys like we're not on our phones like taking cute pictures or like whatnot like we just take our phones away and even when i'm with my boyfriend you guys i don't take pictures of him um at all i just like either like do the tv or whatever and they're like oh like my friends know they always know like oh you're hanging out with your boyfriend like have fun like have a great night so i can kind of really respect that my boyfriend and I spend enough time together where our relationship is a healthy, communicative, and respectful relationship. That's just how it is. And I could not ask 
for like a better <laughs> significant other. This could be really funny editing this later because I'm going over to his place to edit this episode and he's going to know I'm talking about him. <laughs> um, but this is also the first relationship, you guys, that it is so stable and it is so healthy. And we can do our own things at the end of the day and like we don't have to worry about each other, right? Like we communicate if we're going out, if we're hanging out with friends, like we say, okay, touch base later text me when you're on the way home, like, no big deal, and I think that's just super important in relationship, and also, if you feel the need that you have to post your significant other once or, like, twice a month, like, whatever it may be, and it's because you're feeling insecure, like, once or twice a month, just because randomly, like, if you're, like, someone's wedding and you don't even post the bride or groom, like, it's just you two, like, I'm sorry, are you feeling, like, self-conscious in your relationship or are you just posting it just to post it right like I'm not trying to hate on people who do post their significant other that's not what I'm saying it's great if you do but if you're a posting because you feel insecure about your relationship maybe that's not the relationship for you sorry to tell you I think it's the truth and you know it's really been nice and my boyfriend and I, we can just do our own thing, and I think it's super nice at the end of the day. Heck, you guys, I may not, may not ever post him until, like, our six-month or our one year if we get there. I think we will, but but still, just putting it out there because I don't need to. I don't need to tell everyone, oh, my God, I've been dating this person for, like, two months. You know, whatever. Like, my friends know. People who know me and I tell them, like, they know personally. People who matter in my life know that I have a boyfriend and he's great. I think it's just also important that when you do get a significant other, I don't want you guys to feel like you have to have your friends meet them right away. My friends have not met my boyfriend at all. And we're trying to slowly incorporate my friends into activities because obviously I don't want all my friends to meet him at my birthday next month and then him being overwhelmed by it. So slowly in, we're incorporating increments of my friends into hanging out. So we get more exposure with that and they are excited to meet him. That was a roller coaster of an episode, I feel like. I really gave you guys that honest life update and I'm just going to preference this again. Like what was said is said for a reason. I said things that weren't meant to be petty at all and I'm sorry if people think I was trying to be petty. I wasn't just trying to be open and honest because that's what this podcast is all about at the end of the day. So upcoming podcast episode, you guys. I am super, super, super excited I have some great podcasts coming up for you guys, and obviously I know middle of summer, I still haven't posted consecutively, but it's going to start now. I have so many exciting things, so many exciting things, so please stay tuned for that, and just know that this podcast is a work in progress now. It's it's going to take time for us to get on the new rebranding and stuff, but like it's going to happen, and it's going to look so good you guys you're not gonna know what's what's hit ya it's gonna be so good it's gonna be a brand new theme for this podcast and whatnot so just stay tuned for that and just be able to enjoy the episodes that we do have up until I get everything turned over and replaced with that being said always remember that the socials are in the notes of the podcast episodes 
And I'm so excited <laughs> for next week's podcast episode. So stay tuned. And I will see you guys next time. XOXO, Michaela.